Just give us a minute. You can chit chat. Hey, Victoria. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. Happy White History Month. Oh, same to you. <laughs> it was fun so far. It has been so far. Have you said Happy White History to anyone? Um, other than the internet, no. Uh, <laughs> how did they respond to you on the net? Um, I did lose some followers. <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's weird to see people reaction about white history. It's like some people, especially white people, are afraid to even say it out loud in the public. I think she's white too, actually. So. She's Mexican. I don't know if that's considered white or. Yeah, yeah she could be a white Mexican. I said it to a friend of... Uh Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. You can get involved by going to our chat line and I can get to your questions and comments. All right. And good morning again, everybody here. Hi, y'all. All right. Happy White History Month. Isn't that amazing? It's so much fun. Did you know this month was White History Month? Yeah. Oh, good. Have you said it to anyone? No. Why not? I don't know. Are you afraid to? I think so. Yeah. What are you afraid of? Um, just bothering people. I don't want to, like, make someone have, like, I don't know. I just don't want to bother people, so I just don't. What do you mean, bother them? I don't know. I just don't want to, like, I guess I'm just scared of, like, their reaction. Like, if they... What do you think they're going to do? I don't know. I'll get in a fight. Get in a fight? Yeah. Oh. I sent it to the bank teller, and they were like, I can't say that. (laughs) <laughs> it's crazy what's happening yeah any questions for me uh not right now no oh okay i'm glad to see you man thank you all right you drove here from santa barbara today no i don't have a car i just took the train you took the train from santa barbara here wow okay yeah well thanks for coming yeah so before i get rolling any questions because if you don't have any i have some any questions for me for anybody no Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking the other day, uh, what what do you think uh, spirit is? Because I, I used to think it was just like a ghost type thing. Uh, but the more I like just meditate and read and stuff, I think it's completely different than what like we're imagining it is. I think it's like an energy of God, you know. I don't think it's something you can taste or touch or yeah. feel. It's like it seemed to be like an energy or something. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. So, no questions? Anybody else? 
All right, so nobody, did you guys have a week? How, how did things go this week? Oh, how about, okay, right here, real fast. Um, I don't know if you remember last week I told you I was having those thoughts again about that girl I was dating. Right. Um, I figured out why I was doing that. Why? Because I stopped doing the silent prayer for two days. Oh. Yeah, yeah I got a little suffer. confident in my in it. Like, oh, I don't need to do it. I can chill out on a day or two. Yeah, that happened to a lot of people. Yeah. They they do the silent prayer and things start working. They mm-hmm. see things. They feel better. And then they stop. And once you stop, it's hard to go back to it for most people. Yeah, so I started doing it again um, every day, morning and nights. And So you're not less than that prayer anymore? No. Oh, good, man. So I've noticed that. When, <laughs> so now I've noticed that, like, things have gotten better again, you know. Like, oh, okay. things are more, are more calm. You know? All right. So good, good, man. Right on. I went out and I did an experiment. Just I don't know why. I just wondered one day, what is it like, right? And so I went out this week and talked to some people. I talked to some people who love dogs. And I talked to some gay people. And I wanted to know what did their love feel like. You know how they say they love one another? And then I noticed that people love dogs. They, like, really love dogs. And uh, so I wonder why. What is that like? What does that feel like? Have you ever thought about that? You, you hear the homosexuals say, well, we are in love. We love one another. And so I wonder, what does that love feel like? Anybody ever wondered about that? You, you, you wonder what that's like? Do you have any idea? I know now. I asked and they told me. They would say like, they would say that, how would you know how our love is? Right. Because you know, they, they, they're the only ones who can really experience it. That's the, that's the, that's the reason I ask. Yeah. What does that feel like to be in love with the same sex thing? Oh, I wouldn't know. I no, I mean, that's what I wanted to know. Oh, yeah, me too. I to hear it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed on some of these reality shows and stuff. They now have so-called gay people together in those shows, and they act just like the rest of the folks acting. Yeah, they honestly do. So I wanted, wanted to know what that's like. And so the dog lover told me that, and I talked to maybe three or four, that they felt the same way that they would feel about a child or man, or if they were in love with a male or something, they would feel that emotional connection. And that's how they feel about a dog. Can you imagine that? I can't even imagine feeling that way about a dog. It's just a dog. But that's what it feels like. It feel, to them, it feels just like being in love with a human being. Or having a child and losing a child. Or something like that. And then I talked to a couple of homosexuals. I'm like, what does that feel like to be in love? And it feels to them in the same way a man and woman would feel about one another. They felt emotional. They love each other. They would you know, feel all that way. And if they had a fight, they would feel bad about the fight. If they broke up, they want to kill themselves. And that's what happens with men and women. They have the same kind of feeling. And I never knew that beforehand. And so it's nice to know that because I hear about it all the time. Uh, yes, sir. I don't know if this is like a stupid question, but I was always trying to figure this out. Like, do animals 
have sp- like spirits or any you know, type of energy, nothing like that, right? That's why human beings act like animals in a fallen state. Because I was gonna, I was gonna say that was probably the reason why they might like be so attached to that animal because maybe the spirit, the energy, just or something like no, that. No, it's just in that fallen state. It's just an emotional love that's there. It is not real love. Mm. It's a fake love. So they think it's real. Yeah, it's it. no different from what they said. It's no different than a man and a woman relationship. Mm-hmm. You know how will you you been in love before? Um, I feel like I have. Yeah. Have you? Um, I don't think I've been in love just yet, but what I do have a lot of love for the person I'm have with. Have you ever been in love with a girl? No. How old are you? Twenty six. You have been in love. Um, you never broke up with a girl. I broke up. I mean, when I did the wrong thing is when I started realizing, like, you know, that maybe I was in love after I broke up. Oh, if okay. that's what you mean. Yeah. 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 But was, while in the relationship, I don't think. Were you sitting by the dock of the bay when you broke up? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? You know how when you break up, you want to kill yourself. You want to play sad music. Oh, yeah. Everybody's gone through that. Uh, yeah. You went through that? You've gone of through course, that? Of course, yeah. Well, that's how they feel, too, about the dog. Or about the same sex. Mm, right. And so what I realized is that their so-called love is no different than a man and woman's love in that fallen state. So they really do feel like they're in love because they're in a fallen state. And just like human beings' love is not real when you're in that state, likewise, they feel the same way. So how would you, like, approach to somebody if they're, like, you know, crying after the dog or something? Like, how how would you, like, tell them, hey, you know, the feelings you have aren't really what it may seem to be? I just say, you need to be quiet. <laughs> it's just a dog. <laughs> well, in a fallen state, you have to attach to something because you don't believe in God, right? And so if you don't believe in God, you're going to believe in something. Right, yeah. And so they believe in a dog because they can't get along with human beings. So they're going to believe, love the dog. So I was driving down the freeway, and I saw this woman in the car. She was driving. She had a little white dog in her lap, rubbing the dog head. I'm like, this is so crazy. And But they feel the same way anybody here that's been in love with opposite sex or whatever. That's how they feel, too. It's no different. And so that's why in that fallen state, we act like animals. And you hear people say that human beings are animals. You heard that before, right? And so in that fallen state, you are an animal-like because you're away from God, separated from God. Yes, sir? Yeah, morning, Jess. Yeah, I noticed it's a, uh, like a power thing. Um, they enjoy something that won't respond back, that's obedient. And, the dog? Yeah, the dog. It's short-term. They like to victimize themselves when it does die short term. It, it's, it is bestial. It, it's that mentality. It's what? I, it's a bestial sense. Like how you said, it's beast, like a beast. They think the like an animal. Their mindset. Oh. That's why their attachment's to the animal. Have you ever had a dog? Well, I've had a well, dog, had- but I saw it as a friend. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. I, didn't I see- don't know if men see dog the same way unless you're a gay man. <laughs> Because when I was growing up, we had dog, hunt dogs and things like that. And I liked the dog, but I ain't love the dog. And I would leave the dog outside at night. 
You're well, not supposed to have dogs in the house. Well, you know, notice a lot of mindset. Like, they don't like to deal with children, a lot of those types of right. folks. Right. Yeah, they so, can't deal with human beings, so they go to animals. So, when they, yeah, when they go to the animal, it doesn't talk back and say stuff, doesn't right. cry, doesn't That's do right. all that. So, they have that mindset. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I was surprised by that a little bit. Especially about the dog thing. I was a little surprised. Any other thing? Yes, ma'am. Just a question. What do you think of veganism, people who are vegans and just are fanatical about animals? Uh, they're getting their money taken away from them. They're being ripped off. You notice how when the world want to sell you something, they make it so attract- attractive to you. Oh, this is healthy. Meat is bad. We've been eating meat all our lives. Oh, you need this, and people believe it, and they go out and start buying it because they know how to make the ego buy something. They really know how to use you. They even have some people smoking pot, and then you ask, why do you smoke pot? Oh, it's healthy. (laughs) Oh, I smoke it because, uh, and nothing to it. They, They really convince you that wrong is right. And a normal person know that smoking pot is not good for you. But they tell you that. So that's how I feel about the vegan. And I know people who buy that food and can't even afford it. And plus, they don't give you enough. <laughs> it's just a little bit. You notice that? You pay a lot of money for a little bit of that food. Yeah. But it's just a sale, another sale that you sell to the children of the, uh, in the fallen state. That's why we have to know for ourselves. And we have to decide what we want to eat or not eat. Have self-control. And that way, they can take your money and stuff. Or make you smoke pot or drink. The world can make you do whatever they want you to do in a fallen state. It's so amazing to see that. Yes, Joe. I was going to say, I think it's people's uh, attachment to the animals is why most people do the vegan thing. Is because they don't they have this attachment to animals and they have this love or whatever the case is. So when they, they don't want to eat anything that's live or whatever the case is. So I feel like that comes from this, this uh, people adopt the animals as pets to why people become vegan, oh. in my opinion, I think. Because then there becomes a relationship. Now you don't want to hurt it. Now you don't want to cook it and all that stuff. Have you ever had a pet? Yeah, but I've never... I used to never, I used to always ask myself, why am I, why don't I like playing with the dog? They would jump on me and stuff, and I'm like, I don't want. But then I thought <laughs> about it. Then they let the dog lick them in the mouth and on right? the face. <laughs> and dogs lick, lick, clean themselves with their mouth. Did you know that? Yeah. The dog clean themselves with their mouth. They <laughs> lick themselves out. They don't have toilet paper. <laughs> they don't have to buy toilet paper. And then they go and lick the owner in the mouth. <laughs> Isn't that gross? But when you're in the fallen state love, you'd be surprised what you do. And then once you come out of it, you can't believe you used to do that. It's amazing. <coughs> Maybe, uh, good point. So something else is happening. There, and I think this was in Virginia, there's a sign on a road called 
chicken sandwich roll or something? Did you hear about that? Chicken sandwich or chicken meal roll. And apparently there's this cafe where the people make really good chicken. And so the, the, uh, the uh, what do you call those people that don't like you to kill animals? Yeah. They got mad about chicken roll or chicken sandwich roll and they tried to make the people take the sign down. They said that we should be killing chickens to eat them. What are you supposed to do with the chicken? Have a chicken pet? <laughs> and, I, and I thought, I wish I could tell them about how I used to kill chickens. Anybody ever killed a chicken? Grandma yeah. My grandma, you, you killed a chicken before? How'd you do it? With an axe. <laughs> yeah, I've done it that way too. You put the head on a, on a piece of wood. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I've done that too. That's fun, huh? <laughs> I don't know if it's fun. But my grandma used to say when she wanted to cook a, a young chicken, she said, go out there, boy, and get me one of those chickens. And so I would go and catch the chicken, and then I would take it by the neck, and I would swing it like this, until the neck came off, <laughs> and the chicken would be flapping around <laughs> until finally it dies. Sometimes the chicken... Uh, it take a long time to die, even after you rain the neck off. I wonder what would Peter do if they were around at that time? <laughs> and they heard that I was... You ever done that? But, no? <laughs> you never done that? <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> and the head comes off. You never done that? I'm going to have to take you to a plantation. Victoria. I don't want to get trapped there. I'm sturdy. I look like I'll do work. Don't take me to the plantation. <laughs> do you think you can wring a chicken neck? No. You can. I can, but I'd rather not. Like, I don't want to see the killing process or be a part of it, but I will enjoy the fruits of it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How about cutting a hard throat to kill it? No. You ever done that? Anybody did that before? When we kill hogs, we have to take the axe. And hit him in the head, and then he falls out, and then we cut his throat. Everybody's so quiet. <laughs> Why are y'all so quiet? <laughs> Beta males. <laughs> this is, these are manly jobs, yeah. right? Yeah, they took that away. Yeah. No, it's a shame, huh? Everybody's a girl. Yes, Victoria. Come right here in the mic. Oh, yeah. Okay. The conversation was so great, but I just, I wanted to kind of ask you a question on a different subject. Okay, yeah. Um, I happen to see it on. This is a fellowship. No test. Or you, there's no wrong or right. All right. Go ahead. Um, I just wanted to ask you, because I don't know that I caught it. I think I caught the tail end of your commentary on the Disneyland fight. I just wanted to oh, know yeah. your thoughts on that. And if there was a right or wrong party or um, if you saw that someone might have been in the wrong or should so have So tell them themselves. about the fight. What happened? Well, I'm, I don't know the, all of the all specifics, the detail, but yeah. what I understand is that they were all related. Um, and I guess somebody made some – somebody said something about being a crip from what I understand. But that was like after it already got started. Right. But I think that <laughs> – the heavyset woman, uh, spit in 
one of the guys face or something i don't even know how it started so like i said i can't really you know so uh these black people were at disneyland and what was funny they were pushing mama on a wheelchair <laughs> and mama acted like she couldn't walk or anything and so <laughs> and this fight broke out i don't know something happened where this fight broke out all black people and then it was about four yeah and so this one guy a real tall black guy right and then a couple fat black ladies and a little skinny one not skinny but not fat and so something happened where they start fighting and the guy was like beating this woman and she was real fat but he, he would beat her down right and then another woman jumped in and after a while everybody was fighting and then mama got up out the wheelchair I was like I thought she couldn't walk she must have got in there free in the wheelchair <laughs> and then what was so funny and so she was like walking around and somebody accidentally hit her I think I don't think they did they gave her a push and she fell on the ground and she was a big old fat woman on the ground it was so funny <laughs> it was funny and then there was another younger lady in the fight fighting with the guys and stuff and he hit her and knocked her down and she was like a big log that fell on the ground and I'm like these black people are carrying on but that's what happened so do you feel like because all I can really remember from that fight is seeing the guy in the red shirt literally wailing on both of the females like, like even after it was done about, you know you hear white people like oh don't be don't be violent or non-violent. What do they call that? Uh, uh, being a pacifist? I don't know. Abusive. Remember, if you fight or if you say the wrong words to white people, it's abusive. Black people don't care about no abusive. <laughs> when we are ready to fight, it's just a fight on. They fought like cats and dogs out there. And the poor little white people standing around holding the babies and all afraid. Okay, I think I think okay. Here's my my actual my my true question. Yes. Why is it that no one? There were a few people that tried to break it up, and I noticed that they were not black. Um. So I guess what my question is is when something like that is happening. Oh God, I hate to be that person, but I just feel like when when men hit women, I mean, there's a lot more force behind it. You know what I mean? Like he probably could have killed one of them. They were sturdy girls, but still, you know, it's like why couldn't he control himself? And then if there were other men around, why did why did they kind of just play spectator for so long before they jumped in? You know what I mean? It's like you see violence. I just, think what black people up. are afraid of other blacks who are fighting like that. They're afraid to stop it. And like That's the non whites too? Yeah, I think white people are afraid too somewhat. But whites tend to get in there more so than a black people will and stop it. What would you have done? I would have watched it. <laughs> I'm like, whoa! This is the best part of Disneyland today. Uh, yeah, I would like pull my phone out. And I'm like, James, help me with this. <laughs> we caught <call it> this. <laughs> and then we would have played on the radio. Okay. 
James would have gone live with it. It was funny. I mean, it really, it, I, I will admit, I was laughing. I would until, not have tried to stop it, that's for sure. Really? It was or a family fight. Or call somebody? Maybe call the police or something. But yeah. I would not have tried to stop They were too big. And security didn't really get involved. It was no. like just a brawl. So is that because people are they really inherently... They would cry racism. Yeah, are, they, are people really scared of yeah. black people in that way? Absolutely. Especially white people. If they had tried to stop it, the first thing they were caught cried was racism. Right, let them all so, beat each other. Yeah, I get so. you. Might well let them kill each other. I mean, just four less blacks, but uh, here you go. It was a fun fight, though. It wasn't boring at all. <laughs> right here. Was it, were, you, were you laughing, Victoria, at the fight? I was until the, the guy in the red started hitting people because you could hear it on yeah. A cell phone camera that was far away. Yeah, you could hear. Yeah, but the trippy part was the women kept going. Like it was like you're not a man. Sit down. Right. Learn to flop. Do something. Just lay there and play dead. Like that's what I would have done. I would have just played dead. Like okay, fight over. Like I'm. But black women, they fight back like that, though. They're not afraid. I I think certain types of black women do that. Would you fight back? No. Like I said, I would have literally just, I know it sounds bizarre, but I would have taken the punch and just laid there because it's on camera. I'm pressing charges. I'm going to go the legal route. He even said he was ready to go to jail. He's like, I'm ready to go to jail. Come on. (laughs) I'm like. But that just speaks to the anger that's inside of a lot of black men. It's bad, too. Yeah. And that's all I saw. Um, you know, I did feel a little emotional, like I said, after I saw him punch her. But then the fact that she came after him yeah. let me know, okay, they probably do this on a regular basis. You felt emotional when she when he hit her? I, I honestly did have a reaction because that's something that I have to get over, you yeah. know, seeing that. Because there's certain things in movies, too, that I can't watch. You really? know what I mean? Like when a certain scene comes on. Did like, you feel ah. emotional with the little one that he hit or the fat one? Um... That the, the mama was his mother. Because when he found out this woman had pushed his mother down, he's like, you don't touch my mama. And he whacked on her and knocked her down. The police couldn't even stop it. Because she had hit his mama. And you don't hit a black mama. It's like, they're rather for you to hit God than to hit mama. <laughs> But I feel like the mom had the right idea. Like, she fell out of that chair and just rolled away. And that's, that's, that's more or less what I would it have done. It was crazy. It was like, oh, yeah. la. Yeah. Si, senor. But, yeah, I felt the emotion, and then I caught myself because I realized, like I said, it just it seemed too natural for him to do what he was doing. And then for them to not have, like, a natural... Um, I don't want to say submission, but that's what it is. Like, they should have just said, okay, this is what's happening. I don't yeah. want to die today. Let me just I let guarantee me just chill. you he was doing what he's seen all his life growing up. Yeah, and I'm sure those women have been hit yeah. by men before because they yeah. took it like a champ. Like, they yeah. really did. And I don't yeah. mean that to be funny, but you can you can tell. You no, know, they people, fought back like men. Yeah. The best that they could. Yeah, so they've lost something. Because, have you ever been hit by a man? Um, yes. Oh, did he knock you down? No. It was more um, because I had that kind of mentality, too, when I was younger. Um, If I remember correctly, I was in high school, and um, I want to say we might have been play fighting in the street. I used to be pretty ghetto, 
And, like, <laughs> we were, like, play fighting or something. And I don't remember if it was closed fist or open hand, but he did, like, he got me on the chin. And what'd you do? I literally just stopped. I was like, whoa. Oh, good. You know, and if I can remember what I thought, it was kind of like, oh, my God, you hit me. But then it was like, oh, but you probably shouldn't play fight anymore. So if you found it right now, would you file charges from 20 years ago? <laughs> no, because there are things that have happened that were he way worse. Me 20 that, years ago. No, no, no. But like I said, there are things, other stuff that I probably could. And I have, I thought about it once, but then I said, nah, it's really not worth it because yeah. those people probably don't even remember whatever it was. Right. And then also, what am I doing yeah. thinking about something from 20, 20 plus years, years ago? ago? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it just, it doesn't make sense. But like I said, with those people, it's just, it's something that. I know is still alive and well in the black community. Yeah. Other communities too, but I'm only going to look at that because I'm familiar with it. It's not going to get better until the men change. The women are out of control. Yeah. Yeah, because the men are, no light is shining on the women and children. Mm-hmm. So it's going to get worse until the men start to change. Yeah. Come back to the natural state. Right here and then there. I just wanted to make a comment about uh, not stopping the fight. I actually, uh, last year, I saw these two people fighting in front of my uh, sh- um, job. or No, two years ago. But uh, they were fighting. There was these two dudes, and there was like 20 people surrounding them and just uh, taking pictures. And I went outside, and I'm trying to stop the fight. I'm like, hey, watch. Like, you guys stop. Like, they're all laughing at you. And they, and they continued. They continued. And then I was being a little bit aggressive about it, and they eventually stopped. And... Uh, a couple uh, months later, I saw that it was a prank on YouTube. And then after that, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to help anybody out. Yeah. I, I took it real personally. Yeah, like, you, know, yeah you never yeah. know. You're absolutely right. That man. was it. That was my question. Yeah. Let me ask you this question real fast. Do you know what hell looked like? Um, I think about that. Yeah, I do know what hell looks like. Uh, You've been to hell before? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, when You've I was been in to hell? This, well, I was in a fallen state. Oh. I was in hell because I would listen to my thoughts and I would be aggressive and angry and I would doubt myself. But now that I like do the same prayer, I'm not in hell. Oh, good, man. Yeah. So what does hell look like? Being angry. Being angry? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or, uh, to, or, earlier today I saw uh, these couple fighting on the bus and I'm like, wow. I, I thought that was hell. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah. It's, it's not uncommon now to see people fighting. I mean, it's just everywhere now. You yeah. can see homeless people fighting. Oh, yeah. Fighting one another. So it's crazy. But it's changing because you guys are waking up. So it's getting better. Right behind you and then there. Morning, Jesse. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? All is well. Uh, I think I saw it with uh, you the other day when you reported on the uh, that incident in Philadelphia where they had a... Uh, was it was it Philly where they were where they were where all the black people came into the Walgreens and they oh, yeah. and they went nuts. I mean, yeah. you need to set up like a bond everywhere in those big Democrat cities because they You're threw right. the things at the guy and they were. What was going on there? What what was your take on that? They did that once before when they had the knockout games. Remember when the, I don't know if you remember the blacks were going into different stores and robbing the stores right in right. in the daylight, just robbing and doing that kind of stuff. Same kind of thing. And these young people don't have fathers to raise them. And so they just, and that's what happens when you don't stop evil. Each generation get worse. It get worse and worse and worse. That's why you have to stop it in your own life and in the public. 
And the scary part is I think like the men were leanest because there were women in there. There were women with like babies and kids in there, like yeah. you know, like mothers, and there were like big black ladies and little black ladies, like old late old black ladies running around, like you know picking things out of the shelves and tossing them at each other like so it was like really like people set the precedent now you got like old people and people who are like right. who, who, who normally their role is not you know as this aggressor they're completely out of their nature and out of their natural when i was state. growing up this was unheard of no way we would even thought of something like that but because the men are weak the women are out of control the kids are out of control that's why we got to bring this thing back to order but it was crazy did y'all see that yeah, it was absolutely crazy. And the police, they know now that they're not going to be arrested and punished by the cops. Because if the cops should stop them, they're going to cry racism. So the cops are afraid to even stop them now. They don't want to lose their careers, you see. Like in Chicago with, you know, the black the black mayor, the one who looks kind of like a, she looks kind of like a little alien. The, that one? The mayor? Yeah. Isn't she a lesbian? She looks like a lesbian. I the thought, black I lesbian. Know. Yeah. Yeah, she 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 she's now ICE can't use the uh, police database for anything. So and she told oh, she told yeah. the police she said, "You see any of these Mexican people? Don't you're going to lose your job if you go you go out and arrest them. Don't you dare touch them. Don't stay away from them. Let them kind of do their own thing. And since we've kind of given them that, they're going out of control too. Yes. They're just taking things out of the convenience store shelves. You know, run. They're like spitting at the police because the, and the police are too weak." To even say, you know what, because they care all about the system and getting paid. They're yeah. not going to go over there and be men and say, hey, knock this off. Last night, there was a rally, I guess last night or maybe yesterday, in San Francisco. Uh, the president is rounding up all the illegal aliens who have had a chance to, they have gone to court or whatever, right? And so they arrested 4,000 4, plus people in San Francisco. But they had this big rally uh, last night, and the liberals didn't like the fact that they had arrested the illegals. And they had these black females out there, choir-like, singing. Uh, what was that song they were singing? Oh, I woke up this morning. It's a church choir, I guess. They were singing, I woke up this morning with my mind set on Jesus. Now, they're at a at the county jailhouse, demanded that the illegal aliens who have already gone to court, some are criminals, be released, and yet they're going to wake up with, with, with God on their mind? That's insane. And, and it would be black people out there singing that. And they were all loud. I woke up this morning with my mind set on Jesus. And they were mad because the president is collecting or rounding up these illegal aliens. How can you be for Jesus and for wrongdoing? It's just absolutely insane. But did anybody see that last night? No, a major rally. It was in San Francisco, right? Nick? Oh, Hermes? Yeah, it was in San Francisco. A whole lot of people out there, liberals turning up, standing at the jailhouse, demanding that the illegals be released. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy. But that's what happens in the fallen state. Wrong is right, and right is wrong. Yes, sir. Uh, off that Disneyland video, I was watching that too, and I was the one thing that was kind of sticking in my head were the kids of the folks that were fighting. There was like three or four little kids around them. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, what's like... What 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 are these kids going to go home to? Like, how... 
how is this going to like affect them? I mean, I'm sure it's worse at home. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're used to it by now. Yeah. Some of the kid, like the little boy, looked like he was just like, oh, it's just another day out. But I'm thinking, like, what hope do these kids have? That's amazing. Isn't that nice? He thought that. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't cross my mind. I'm so used to seeing it now in the black community yeah. and seeing they fight like that all the time until you're just normal now. Right. And the kids are used to it now. They've already been corrupted. So, no problem with them. Yeah, it's like, are they yeah. going to grow up to be like the They'll same? They'll be worse when they grow up. Yeah. And white people are like, oh, the poor kids. What would they be like? I saw some black women slapping the little kids in the market the other day. It's just common, though. It's commonplace. Oh, it just that's the thing that stuck out more than anything else in that video it's just the kids just there and like the adults just like checked out and were doing their thing and like completely ignoring the fact that their kids are I don't remember seeing the kids <laughs> they were there I was laughing oh I was laughing so hard I don't remember the kids yeah rewatch it There's... it was a mess if you haven't seen it it's better than going to a movie you said you're seeing the people fall out it was so funny but, um, yeah, man. Amazing. I, yes, Raymond. What, uh, you're discussing about how people couldn't, and couldn't control themselves now. Remind me of the fact that uh, the blackout they had in New York today was on the day of the, of the 44th anniversary of the blackout that happened through half the city, and people went absolutely... Oh, they had, one, they had one today? Uh, there was a blackout yeah, uh, last night in New York City. Oh, yeah? Yes. Last night? Yes. Oh, and I didn't it, know about uh, that. It was on the 44th anniversary of a blackout that happened through half the city. And at that time, people didn't want to control themselves. Yeah. Um, I didn't know about that. Did you know about that, Nick? Made the uh, yeah, made the L.A. Ryan look like a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. 61, 61, what, what happened? Really? In New York. That's a horrible place for that to happen. In, in the 80s? Yeah, in the 80s, they had, all the, they had all the blackouts in the 70s and 80s, and then like in the, you know, in the black hoods, and people would go nuts, and there'd be, they, they'd use that time to like, you know, steal and go into the convenience stores. It was like kind of a purge day where they'd have a free day where they did things during the blackout. Yeah. And you, it's amazing that happened back then, and now we're not even growing, and it's getting worse. Like pe- more people looked at it as an opportunity instead of yep. like saying, you know, that's how things used to be. Yep. Amazing. Anyway, I got to ask you this question. What does hell look like? I thought of you with this question. Oh, yeah? Why? Come <laughs> <laughs> you a little Christian. Lil? <laughs> what does hell look like? Well, it's funny you ask because I've been <laughs> watching uh, these people's testimonies that have proclaimed that they have been to hell and back recently. Yeah, I've heard that before, too. And, uh, man, they're, they're bad. They're they're. They're scary a little bit. Um, man, hell, uh, it's the absence of God, you know? It's just a place without God. So what does it look like? What does it look like? Yeah. Well, the Bible says gnashing of teeth, 
wickedness abounding. Uh, Have you ever seen fire hell? and brimstone? I don't think so. You don't think so? <sighs> How are you doing with your acting and all that? Are you okay now? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say, like, okay. I, I feel pretty peaceful. Um, I wrote a movie, and I'm casting it right now. Oh, good. And instead of uh, depending on somebody else to give me something, I guess, are I'm, you I'm doing it. Are you that all your life you thought that you were going to be... You wanted to be an actor, right? Uh-huh. Remember how you and you thought of from God? Right. Right? You still feel that way? Yes. You feel it's from God? Yeah. And why do you think you don't have it yet? Because I know this is a big deal for you. Yeah. Why I, you I do not know the answer to that question. Have you given up on it? I have given up on trying to control everything. How about that? That as in what? Trying to get that type of job career going it's pretty much falling away meaning what uh like i i don't even really want to go to auditions anymore why not um well maybe for the fact that everything i've tried has pretty much failed (laughs) and uh maybe that's not the way so and so you gave up on it i wouldn't necessarily say gave up i just don't want to go that route anymore I don't want to do it that way anymore. Why not? Uh, Because everything you try, you say, has failed? Failed, yes. And so now you stop going on auditions or anything? Yeah. I even uh, left my agent. and uh, But it's funny because uh, I I wrote a movie, like like I said, and I felt like it was inspired by God. And um, How was it inspired by God? Because, I mean, I prayed every day before I wrote it, and... And what did you pray? I said, God, you know, uh, here I am. I'm your vessel. Uh, do what you want to do through me. You know, and like, he said, make okay, the story. He said, okay, make a movie? Yeah. He said that to you? Well, you know, it's like I didn't hear of anything in my mind say that. But how do you know he said it then? It's just a being still, like doing the silent prayer morning and night. It just kind of came to me. You know, it's like you, you talk about that voiceless voice, that revelation, right? It, it wasn't anything that, that I like. I mean, it was different. So if this doesn't turn out for you uh, soon. I don't have expectations about any of it. What's going to happen? I don't have expectations about it. What do you mean by that? I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with it. So I don't know. It's in God's hands. Do you think he should have given it, give it up on the action right here? Yeah. Um, we actually spoke about it. Um, I think he should create rather than try to beg. And, and why? Because he's really inspired. Like he has a. I just felt like it's better to make than to try and fit into an existing structure, especially Hollywood. <laughs> what do you think about it, uh, Kelly? Should he give up on the acting and start making a movie or something? I don't think he needs to give up on the acting completely. I don't. I don't see why he needs to do that. I think uh, trying to control and and um, be obsessed with it um, is is not a good thing. But um, 
I Why don't, do you don't think he should have given up on it? Not and sure. And I'm not surprised you gave up on it. Beta! <laughs> I am not surprised. I know why. That's what I asked you about it. I know why you gave up. But go ahead. I'm just not sure if that was God telling him to give up on it or just him, you know, saying that I'm going to give up on it. Yeah. What do you think, Daniel? I mean, uh, yeah, Daniel. Should he have given up and gone to something else? No. And why not? Something's going to come up. Getting impatient. Why do you think he gave up? Got impatient. Yeah. Can I say something about the vegans and all that? Yeah. <laughs> Are you a vegan? No, no. Oh, so okay. the, the vegans and the PETA people, the ones that love animals, those are the same people that are pro-abortion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like they love animals, but no. That is so true, man. <laughs> Kill the children, but save the animals. Save the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, what do you think about this? Uh, I don't know. I, I think I've spent too much of my life in confusion and bitterness and frustration in the pursuit of all of it. That I just, that's not, that's, you asked this question. You, you asked, like, uh, why, if I'm a follower of Jesus, am I not living a perfect life or whatever? Why am I not experiencing what, like, the Bible says a life should be, right? Yeah. And, I, and, you know, talking about knowing yourself, I was like, man, like, the way I'm living my life right now, I'm not experiencing this, quote, perfect life. And, and uh, it, I don't know, just talk about letting go and surrendering. It's just I've been letting it all go, letting it all, like, what I think I want. And so did someone suggest to you that you should make a movie rather nope. than Nobody. Be, be an actor? Oh, okay. Yeah. I know what's wrong with you. Well, tell me. <laughs> what do you think? Who knows what's wrong? Joel says he knows. Okay. So <laughs> I know exactly what's wrong with well, you. Well, spit it out. And James said something on his show today that allowed me to understand him better, too. And I'm going to mention that in a minute. Yes, Joe. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say about the the quitting the the acting thing. I don't think that was a good idea because he said he didn't know if he should, but he did it anyway and started creating. He gave up his agent. Right. He gave up everything. And instead of just having two avenues. And didn't you of say that was from God too? God told you to be an actor. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Go ahead. So instead of just having those two avenues of opportunity, he he left one. And I mean, it's cool if he go, he wants to do the creating thing. Cool, but. What was more promising at the moment was, you know, the steps he already made, which he already had an agent. He was already going on auditions. He could have kept that and still did his creating thing on the side. But now he has to start from scratch with no... Why do you say he gave up, though? That's the most important part. He got tired of waiting. He got tired of being denied. He got tired of the frustration and, and all that. But that, but because he was looking at it wrong, though. But if it's from God, why would he get tired? Because he was looking at it wrong. Oh, okay. He was looking at his failure and all that other stuff. So if you were walking down the road and he saw you, you had your little <laughs> Joel halo on, and he asked, well, I, I, I quit my agent. What do you think? I let go. I stopped doing it. That's what you would say to him? I would say stop having such a strong opinion about what's been happening so far. 
Okay. Yeah. Right here. And then here. I tell him. Hold on for the mic there for me. I tell him those thoughts weren't of God. They were probably of Satan. And that he was thinking, he kept thinking of it and thinking of it. And should I do it? Should I do it? I'm going to go for it. And all those voices, when he was listening to those voices, instead of just kind of kept letting things go as they were, and he would have found that he would have had a much clearer sense of mind. He would have been doing his acting thing, which would have taken off and gotten better. And he would have been able to create on the side naturally as his ideas came in instead of trying to. What do you think about that? All I know is my experience. And the way I had been doing it was, it wasn't, I wasn't enjoying it, you know? I mean, I was, I was, I, I love doing it, right? Right. And, uh. You came out here for that reason, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I just, uh, I, I lived in New York. God told you. Yeah. You're going to be to, an actor. Right. At what age did he tell you? I knew about four years old. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And now you gave up. I'm, I haven't given up. I've just stopped doing it the way I was doing it. But you gave your agent up. You don't go on auditions anymore. You've given up on it. I've given up on doing it the way that everybody else is doing it, per se. Why did you drop your agent? Uh, well, he had like 200 clients and I was just one of them and I was like I'm not getting I'm not I'm not being paid attention to like if he's got 200 other people right you know okay yes ma'am can I say something about the abortion thing yes I was just talking to a friend of a friend and six months ago maybe whenever you know they started doing this the first state to pass where you can kill the baby up to nine months or whatever or coming out um, we had like a brief conversation and she's definitely pro-abortion but she was like oh no that's wrong but that's wrong you know obviously like it's gone too yeah. far yeah. and then we had a conversation only like last weekend and now she's like only in that short period of time like no like you need to be able to do whatever you need to do to get out of an <laughs> effed up situation and I was like yeah. I just feel like our whole society is like going so fast in this scary direction, especially like with abortion, and everybody's just that saying they can convince these. You that abortion is fine. They're literally people Period. are literally okay with yeah. murdering an, an actual child, which is like living child. And so then I was thinking, okay, if all these people are going to be all okay with this, which I don't think they really are. It's like you just say these, my body, my choice. You just say these right. statements, but yeah. you don't really. If you were faced with Seeing it, knowing exactly what happens, how they kill it. I don't think people would think it's right. But then I was thinking, okay, well, then if we're going to do that, if all these people are going to be, be like this, then when you see a pregnant woman smoking a cigarette, you better not say a damn thing. Yeah. She's allowed to do that because it's a clump of cells. Because um, I guarantee right. you, a liberal a person, point. if they saw the smoker, they would scream at them yeah. in the street and shame them. Yeah. Um, and and then also, if a woman is killed and she's pregnant, that cannot be a double homicide. Then, yeah. if that's another, you know what point. I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, it's not Amazing. a child; it's just a freaking clump of stuff. I'm so sick of this. Honestly, yeah. it's like. Did you ever think abortion was okay at any point? I think there was a point 
you know, I was uh, never a liberal. I was always more conservative, just raised that way. I didn't really say these words, though, before really recently or just because it got so political. I think I was probably okay with it, but I was one of those people that was, like, only in the case of rape or, you know, incest, which now I'm, I don't. Yeah. No, I think it's wrong 100%. Yeah. And because if you say, okay, if you're raped, then you can kill a baby, then they're all just going to say they were raped, you know? Um, That's right. And in incest situations, there's usually some kind of weird thing in those horrible situations where maybe the person's like a prisoner. So, I mean, you know, there's these rare, weird cases where they wouldn't even be able to have an abortion if it, you know, I don't know, some yeah. very small percentage. It's just such a small percentage. Um uh, so yeah, I'm just disgusted with yeah, everything, and I was disgusted with her. That's to be the honest. way of the world. Though. When yeah. you're in a fallen state, right seems wrong, and wrong seems yes. right to you. But it, we've gone really, really insanely does. far. Yeah, in a very short period of yeah. time, we're now. It's very like frightening. It's actually. real bad. Yeah, it's really, really bad. bad. But you guys are going to turn it around. We're trying. Yeah, God is not waking you up for yeah no reason. Yeah. So did you want to help him too? Yeah, or just yeah. actually, I think, oh, did you I see think my it's okay socks? that he gave up. I think he should give did up. Did you see honestly. my socks? Huh? Oh, I forgot to show you all my socks. I'm not seated today, so you don't see them. Oh, my God. Nice. Yeah. Love it. Isn't that nice? I should have been sitting today. Huh? Are you selling them? No, a friend sent them from... Uh, New Zealand? New Zealand. Shana, awesome. what's her name, Shana? Shana sent them from New Zealand. Isn't that amazing? Those are really cool. I'm going to sleep in these socks. Yes. I'm going to wear them to the gym. You need a little beanie now. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. So anyway, because of time, what will you say to him? Um, honestly, I think it's okay to quit. I was like, you know, if something's not working, stop, why are you trying to force it? So well, why he, not? He said he's God just, told him to do this at the age of four. I mean, it's hard to figure out if God's speaking to you if that's your own head. Did God I talk think, to you honestly. at four years old? No. Well, how do you know he said it at four? It's just like an, I knew. Oh, okay. I knew I wanted to be a part of that. Just, I just knew. Okay. Yeah. I think that it's more masculine, in my opinion, to make sure that you take care of your own life and like keep moving forward. So if something's not working, you can barely support yourself. It's better to just get a job. I mean, it doesn't mean you're giving up on life. It's just part of being well, he smart. Has a job. And, okay. Yeah. But there's probably, maybe he's trying to open the wrong door. he does have a door. wife. You have out of wedlock children? No. No kids. Well, he can do whatever he wants, absolutely. And he's a Christian. Maybe it's not meant to be. I'm sorry? Maybe it's not meant to be. Maybe there's something else very closely related. Maybe he'll find success with Because he's not giving up if he just wrote a film. That's still the industry, and I'm sure he would be super happy to make that happen. The film thing is not going to last. I mean, yeah. As soon as trouble comes, he's going to like, oh, God, you don't love me. I did the same thing. I just, uh, I, I, I never came here to be an actor, but I did like a couple little shows, design shows, I have an agent, and I just literally just got so sick of those stupid auditions where they just, oh, my God, can you fill out the application? And I had a Skype session, and, like, literally 
so much work and then they never call you back. I was like, I don't have time for this. So I did actually just drop my age and I was like, forget it. Just but And then I was like, why did I do that? It's stupid. Because he can just still submit. I'm going to send him an email after this and say, yeah, just keep me. <laughs> you know, because I don't have to do it. you green shirt want to tell me? I mean, what would you say to him? I would say... Right here, in the green shirt. Is this your first time here? It is. What's your name? Kyle. Kyle, welcome, man. I'm, I'm so happy to How be here. How did you find us? Uh, YouTube. Oh, good, man. Yeah. Are you a bodybuilder or something? I am. You're a trainer? Yes. Oh, Joy, I need you. <laughs> you know, that's actually what I was Ed thinking James. about. Um, Especially. I, I see hundreds of, of clients. I've been doing this for like 10 years. And I would say probably 1% of all those people actually see results. And I've noticed the people who quit are the ones that don't see results fast enough. Yeah. Or, you know, they they just get sidetracked or distracted with the failure. Um, but what I would say is to be persistent, you know, learn to love so the process. Let me just tell you this. You don't know about this because it's your first time. God called him to do it at four years old. He moved here from Texas, right? Texas. He really liked it. He wanted to do it. And so finally he just stopped, I guess. I didn't know you had stopped. But, uh, okay. And so what would you say? To don't quit. I mean, if this is, if, if this is what God told you to do, then you have to keep going and understand that it's, it's the destination that you're focused on and to not quit. Did you forgive your mother? Um, that's actually what brought me here. Uh, you know, some of the big muscle guy scared a mama. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that's what brought me here. I mean, it's something I've been trying to do for a long time. And why have you done it? Well, I thought that I did. You and, went to her? Well, yeah, I thought I did, but I still get angry. What do you mean you thought you did? Um, I spoke to her. Uh, we talked. Um, you know, I understood where she came from. And why that she, why she did what she did, and I felt better at the time. I felt better for a few months, but here then I am angry happened? again. Are you angry at your mother? Yeah. And so, how did what, what happened? You, did you forgive her, or you apologize? Mm, I thought I forgave her. I didn't apologize, but I, I thought I forgave her. What would you say to her? Um. I I just listened to her explain why she did what she did, and that was it, I guess. So I guess I didn't forgive her. So you didn't tell her, I'm, you know, you messed up my life. You're crazy. I realize it now. You can't help it. I'm sorry for hating you. No, I did not say that. Oh, you had to go back, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't go there to hear her story. You yeah. went to forgive her so that God can forgive you. Yeah. So that's why you still have it. Okay. Does she live here in L.A.? No, she's in Texas. Oh, are you from Texas? Yeah. What part? Dallas. Aren't you from Dallas? Yeah, or area. Oh. Area. Okay. Um, yeah, you have to go back. No. Can you FaceTime with her? Are you living here now? Or back? I'm oh. here. I live oh, here. Okay. Can you FaceTime with her? I, I probably could. Do you understand why you need to forgive her? I do. Why? Um, I know it's f- for me to be yeah. able to move on and, and be able to live life like 
how I want to, but I don't know. It's hard. I, I, I don't want to forgive her. Like, I know I need to, but I don't want to forgive her. You don't want to? No. Well, no wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you want to? I don't know. That's a good question. You like being a woman? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's the only way you overcome it. God said that we must be born again, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to overcome mama and return to the father. Mm-hmm. And so in order for your mind to change, be renewed from female to male, you got to forgive so you can overcome that nature. You're taken away from you. That's a good point. And then your anger will be taken away as well because it's not normal for a man to be angry. No, that's a good point. So you need to apologize to her for resenting her. It was wrong what she did. Mm-hmm. And it's up to her whatever she wanted to do with it. But you have to forgive her so God can forgive you. Okay. Are you dating? No. Have you dated? Oh, absolutely, yeah. You, are you married? No. Oh, okay. So you got beat up by your girlfriend? No, I did not. You uh, beat them? Emotionally, probably. but You got beat up emotionally? Yeah, I would maybe, yeah. You know that's a woman's nature. <laughs> I never thought a woman could beat me emotionally. I don't even know how that worked. Even in my beta days. <laughs> did she make you cry? No. Oh. Well, how did she beat you emotionally? Um, I would just get angry. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You got to overcome your mother. You, you must be born again. No. So you got to forgive her. Don't ask her to forgive you. You forgive her. How about your father? Um, I, I have, um, I was listening to something that you had posted a few days ago. Um, I was raised to, to be angry at my dad because of what my dad did to my mom. Yeah. Um, and once I realized that I I don't have any anger towards him. Most men and women do not hate their fathers. It's what their mothers hate that they hate their father. They think it's their own. Yeah. 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 That's how I was raised. Did you tell your father that? Yeah, I had told my dad that I forgive him, yeah. Uh, what did he say? He just told me that he was he was sorry and wish he could go back and change things. Yeah. You want to apologize for hating them. Mm-hmm. You know, then God will forgive you. Human beings cannot forgive, but we can apologize for being wrong. And when we are wrong is when we are playing God by judging someone else. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're angry at someone, you're judging them. So you're playing God, and that's why your life would never be right. Mm-hmm. Until you forgive by apologizing for hating them. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry for resenting you for, I realize now why you screwed up. And then God will forgive you. All right? I'm going to do that. Yeah, Yeah, you should, man. Otherwise, it's not going to change. Because once you forgive God, your whole mindset changes. The emotion is taken away. And you're just a free person, whether male or female. Yeah. All right? Any questions for me? Um, that's it for now. Yeah. Thank you so much. Are you much. doing the silent prayer? I just started. Oh, good. I literally just heard about it a couple of days ago, and that's yeah. what I started doing. Yeah. We'll stay with that. Yeah. All right? I will. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, hold on for the mic. Hi there. I just wanted to address what we were talking about earlier. Yes. So there's three things I want to This is so good. There's three things I... A good example wanted to mention one sounds like you're doing silent prayer regularly i think that's fantastic every morning and night yeah yeah i think that's great you know that verse in proverbs talks about in his heart a man chooses his path but the lord directs his steps so what 
who cares if it's acting or producing or directing or writing? Just one foot in front of the other. Keep doing your thing. Keep doing silent prayer. It'll be all right. You're eating. You got a job. You got a roof over your head, right? Yes. All right. So you're good. So should he go back to it? He's doing it now, but I don't know. No, he quit. I would not. Eh, I think you're saying that. I don't know that he's quit. Did you quit? A lot of people no. drop their agents oh, you all didn't the time. Give up? No. Oh, I thought you said you're not going on auditions. I'm not. Yeah, that's not quitting, though. Well, what is it? That's just not doing it that way. But how are you going to get the job if you don't go into audition? Make your own things. Right. So you quit. Wait, let me finish this. So, Goodwill Hunting, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, they wrote the movie. They ended up acting in it. Are you going to, let's say you write this and it's okay. Are you going to be hiring casting director to help you staff it? No, I wrote it for people and they already have the scripts and I already have. Okay, so you wrote it for someone else. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Maybe you know how to do this and then you write your own one day and then you act in your own one. I don't know. I think it's hard apart from myself too. Do you feel perfect peace about this decision? Yes. All right. So what's the problem? No problem. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, Joel. Then I got to wind this one up because I want to tell you something else. I was just thinking is, is um, I don't act, but they, 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 they call me, they, they signed me to an acting. I went through this program where it's like acting, dancing, da-da-da. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> that means he doesn't have to explain everything. Right? Right. Could you, could you guys get the point? You guys blah, get the blah, point. blah, blah. <laughs> but I'm still signed to the agency. It's acting and modeling. But that, they don't call me on anything. But if they did, it's there. It's just there. So I don't think it's next. I still stand by my point. I get the point he makes and I get what he's saying. But I still stand by my point that the opportunity is still there. So when you left, you just left the opportunity. But he's creating his stuff, and that's his thing. Like, I'm doing my thing. That has nothing to do with acting, but I still have that there. If they're like, hey, we got this role that would fit perfect for you, then the opportunity's there. But now that you cut it off, now that's that's gone. So I, just, I, I agree that I don't think that was a necessary, the right step to take, to leave the agency completely. But okay. still do his thing because that's what he wants to do. Make your own movies. I agree with that. But no, all right, but. yes, sir. And then I gotta move on. Yes, sir. Kind of back up what Joel said. It's not costing you anything to keep the agent. You don't have to go to auditions. You don't want to, but it's not costing you anything, money or time. Why not leave that avenue open for revenue? Does it cost to have an agent? No. Oh, okay. Christine, what do you say to him? You walking down the road, he quit. Honestly, I... Well, you say he didn't quit, right? He I, just doesn't go to any audition. I love you, Will, but I don't really think I care. Either way. <laughs> you don't care? No. Wow. It's like, he'll be, be fine. He'll figure it out. He's a grown man. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Maybe, maybe if I knew him a little bit, you know, better... Let me I, I want to be, like, more emotionally invested and, and like, trying to offer a, a solution. But for right now, it's like... Everything's fine. Okay. Um, I got... Oh, my... Because she didn't care. Because she didn't care. Oh. And Will is like, I don't care if your mic wasn't on. Um, So let me ask you this. Uh, Do you think God told him, I want you to be an actor? 
Well, I mean, I wasn't there. I'm, I'm not sure. Do you believe that? Don't I, what says. I get stuck in like my own thoughts and thinking that I'm being led a certain way for you know any number of reasons. But um, yeah, I, I really I I would have no idea, no idea whatsoever. I just feel like where he's coming from, it doesn't really matter. It's like where he'll be, you know, like later on down the line. It's like, well, then we'll know for sure whether he's figured it out or not. Yeah. Um, but just, uh, you know, really quick, I feel like hell looks like somewhat, oh, like okay. something out of a Hieronymus Bosch painting. Um, but also, <laughs> I was stuck in like three and a half hour traffic yesterday, so it's like, I feel like hell is like being on the 101 freeway for like eternity. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Yeah. You're not going anywhere. Okay. That's that's what it feels like, I think. All right. That's what it looked like. Well, I mean, I like coming out of like really serious depression my whole life, I always felt like a ghost. You know, I, I likened, you know, depression to being a ghost because it's like you're stuck in this like fixed spot and you can just see people growing up and moving on, right? And and you're just, you know, you're unable to do anything. So I feel like um hell must be some Somewhere along the lines of that, you know, despair and, and not being able to, to change. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Right here, the young man right here. And then I want to tell you what hell looked like, what I think it looked like. All right. Yes, sir. So about you being only like 28 and starting this acting thing and you being told from four years old, I think you should continue. And I actually do believe that God told him. I think that it's just like how God was testing the Jews in the Holocaust. He is being tested as of now on his Patience is being tested, and like how Kyle said, he's been training for 10 years now. I mean, for me... Longer I, than that. Longer than that. How long? My whole life, really. Since four years old. Yeah, yeah, since about 12. Oh, 12 years old. Right, but... So you believe that God told him that? Yeah, and I think he's being tested, and his patience is being tested. And like, if you keep to it, I think eventually you'll get it. And just like there's a lot of things have been happening in history. George S. Patton said that nothing has ever been defended successfully. So obviously if you keep pushing and you keep doing what you think you're supposed to be doing, you'll get it someday. And I think yeah. that, yes, God, to- God told him and he should definitely continue what he's doing. Where were you when God told you that? I was watching Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> With my dad in the living uh, room. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Esteban, do you believe God told him Bugs Bunny. <laughs> so you're watching Bugs Bunny. Yes, and God I was. Said, you, I want you to be an actor. Yeah, and not so many words. How, what did he say exactly? Uh, it's not necessarily what he said, but it's more of, oh my gosh, like this is what I, I want to do. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yes. You believe God told him? Um, um, doesn't feel like it because I don't know if God told him he would have like a it seems like he would have a sense of like you know go you know, to keep going like and not getting his head about it but it seems like he keeps doubting and trying to figure it out that's kind of a sign of like you trying to manipulate it you know your own way yeah instead of letting it happen what do you think about that that's a, a very good point and uh, uh, I, I actually feel like I've kind of lost my mind a little bit going through all this. Yeah, I think um, you lost your mind, too. Like, a little mad, actually. You need some pot. And, uh, well, I've, I've, I've done that a little bit, too. Oh, no, you don't need pot. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm but, joking. Uh, it, 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 it's an interesting uh, 
predicament that I have found myself in, in the, in the past at least, where uh, I, I felt called by God to do this thing, and I've gone down and I have pursued it, only to be met with 99-point-plus percent of utter and complete failure. Stonewall, pretty much. And so uh, it's been, I, I've kind of lost it a little bit, lost my mind a little bit. Like, okay, God, like, I, I've, I've taken a step of faith. I have gone and done this only to be met with little to no success. So is this what you want me to do? What, what do you say? Uh, I haven't gotten an answer. He didn't respond? No. After sending you up at four years old? Yeah. And so do you trust him now? Yes, I do. You still trust God? Yes. You trust the guy who told you to be an actor at four years old. Yes. You've lost your mind and he still hasn't done anything. And you still trust him? Yes. Why? Because I know that God is bigger than me. So why would you lose your mind? A little of your mind? Because I was listening to the devil. In what way? Uh, you know, succumbing to anger and bitterness and confusion and frustration. Uh, in the pursuit of all of this. Okay. Yeah. What do you think, the lady in the pink, what do you think about this? Hold on for the mic there. Is this your first time here? Yeah. Oh, what's your name? Susie. Susie, welcome. Thanks. You found us on YouTube? Uh, Kind of through, I've seen you before on television, but um, yeah, I started watching your church programs from the very beginning. Oh, okay. Recently, yeah. You're welcome. Did you go and forgive your mother? Not yet, but I have plans to after the summer. After the summer? Does she live here? You live here in L.A.? They live in Arizona. Oh, okay. So, yeah, not far. All right. So you are going to do it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Are you afraid to? Um, a little bit. It's interesting. A few months back, I had actually called them and spoke to my mom and told her, um, forgive me, I'm a little nervous. No problem. Um, that I needed to visit and uh, talk to her. And it had nothing to do with being a born-again or anything right. like that. Um, I didn't even know what it was. Um, but my therapist, <laughs> 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 I know, <laughs> had told me, um, you, you know, you should talk you to her. from the therapist? Oh, I stopped going to her right away. Right on. <laughs> um, but um, she had told me, you know, yeah, she had suggested that I go talk to my mom and tell her why I was so angry. And um, my mom's, re- I, I just told her I just needed to come out and see her and talk to her. And her response was, you're not a born-again Christian, are you? Oh, wow. And I had no idea. Like, I hadn't even thought about it. I had been going to church and, yeah. you know, I'd been more devout and, you know, all that. But... um yeah, it was just so crazy, and then one thing after another, and is then I start Christian? watching you. She's atheist? She's a Christian. Oh, she is? Yeah. So why does she say you're not a born-again Christian? I don't know what she has. It may have something to do with her sister, and there's there's just a tremendous amount of judgment and anger from her. Uh-huh. It's amazing how screwed up families are, huh? Yeah. Families are so messed up. They're just crazy. So are have the families you, in the Bible. <laughs> so I, I don't think yeah. that's irony. I think right. that was on purpose. Have you forgiven your father? <laughs> um, no, not yet. I Most of my anger is towards my mother. Yeah. But yeah, there is some anger towards my dad for being too weak. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 
And so what would you say to this young man? I don't know that I could give good advice. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to decide whether or not I should start my own business. So I don't oh, know. are you? Yeah. What type of business? Um, are you able to say? Mobile dog grooming. <laughs> oh. oh, we just talked about the dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were just playing. I like dogs. No, it, you're, you're right. And the reason I actually, I realized recently, you the reason. You a lot of money. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> The reason I like dogs so much is because I can control them. It allows me the ability to control and to judge and to yeah. all of that. But I've also learned all my anger and my um, impatience has been the barrier for me to really excel and really understand dog psychology. Because when I get frustrated and angry, they don't do what I say. Yeah. It's only when I'm still. Yeah. And they listen. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I wish you well with your business. Thank you. You're going to make buku money, especially in California. <laughs> Everybody on my street got a dog. Yeah. I know. We're sick. I'm telling you, man. Everybody got a dog. But, um, uh, what would you say to this young? Any, oh, let me ask. Do you have any questions for me at all? I know. No, this is not your first yet. Time. Oh, yet. okay. All right. What would you say to this young man? Um, what would I say? I think a lot of already been said. Uh, okay. uh, just to add to that. Um, well. Like, I don't want to uh, say, um, my friend, that you, um, on the age of four, right, you mentioned um, you heard what you heard, and then you got inspiration toward it. Yes. And I honestly know, like, a lot of people, like, seeking and just looking for the purpose in life and things like that. I think that's something uh, fundamentally purposeful in your life. Um there is a lot of things about it, like people people make a twelve steps how to find a purpose in life, five yeah. steps how to find a purpose in life, yeah. uh, and they, like a lot of them in the business, it's like big issue amongst the people. Um, I think the something like silent prayer, someone already mentioned it, would yeah. really be helpful yeah. uh, just to get this like a things. A way and just scenario of the futures and like ways which we kind of like build up in our head and our imaginations have not like nothing to do yeah. reality. Um, besides that, maybe um, you know you start to uh, writing the script, um, and probably I would say uh, in the industry maybe there's different others where you can. Um, I would say in a in a in a still in a from the stillness and knowing self, just uh, give it like a touch. I mean, I never been in the industry. Uh, like the agent, the, I don't know you have to have an agent. You mentioned that. Uh, well, people writing the scripts, it's been also mentioned. Probably there is like other way uh, you can get um, in touch with the producers. Um, I would say get yourself known more. 
How long did it take you to write the movie? About two, and, half, two and a half months. It's a, two and a half months. Yeah. Okay. One thing I want to say is that God can do whatever you want, of course, right? But God doesn't tell you to do something. He doesn't talk to you like that. Whenever he wants you to do something, it just happens. It just, it just naturally happens. You find yourself just doing it uh, without any effort at all. Really, it just, and it happens, if he wants you to do something, it's going to happen naturally and without your help. It's like you're just an instrument that he's working through to get it done. And so he would just lead you to do it. When I started Bond, I had no idea I was starting Bond. It just occurred to me to have a meeting because I understood now when I woke up what was wrong with most black people. And so I just wanted to have a meeting, which is, I just knew it. And I'd never done anything like this before, right? And so I just knew it, and then one thing led to another one. And it's just been that way in the last 29 years. And when obstacles get in the way, they're nothing. I mean, you don't even think about them. It just, you keep doing what you're doing, because when one thing gets in your way, another opportunity is there without you even thinking about it. And so... Um, he, he just have, he just, your first thing is to seek first the kingdom of God in his right way. And you want, once you become his son, you want to become his son and, and let his will be done. And whatever he wants for you to do, it'll just happen naturally. And can't nobody stop it Amen. at all. No obstacle can, can stop you from doing it. Because when one door closes, another will open. But your primary thing would not be about the acting. It should be about the seeking. Seeking him first and, uh, and growing and discovering things. And actually, if he had called you to do this from four years old, you'd be doing it already. It, it wouldn't drive you nuts. You wouldn't have to miss sleep at night or worry or be tripping out about it. Because if he wants you to do something, it's going to happen naturally. He's made a way for it to happen. And it may not happen in the way that you see the world things happening to the other people. It'll be your way because you're his son, his son, and he will be taking care of you while he's working through you to get other things done too. You would, you'd just be doing it. He wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. I know why you said that because oh, this is what I realized too. Like when you were growing up, I think you said you went to church, you read the Bible a lot, you did all that stuff, right? Yep. And I realized from hearing James this morning, he said that. I don't know. I'm not quoting it exactly, but there came a time when James really got into the Bible. And he said his mother made them learn the whole chapter of James, right? The whole book, yeah. The whole book of James. Isn't that nuts? They shouldn't make you... Why is somebody going to make you learn a whole book of James? For what? And I've noticed that people who are intellectual like that, it seems to be hard to overcome that. It really seems to be hard to let it go. There's a lot of trust in the thoughts, in the intellect, than it is for people who have not gone through all that stuff. And so I think it's a horrible mistake, not I think, it is a horrible mistake to put this upon children. At four years old, he had no business going to church like that, read the Bible, he was a kid. God is already with him. He was learning naturally. 
You know what I mean? And so when he got of age, he would just have to repent for whatever else has happened along the way. But whatever God has for him, it'll just happen. You don't have to stress over it at all. And life is still fun. You know, and yet things are happening. And you're not in control of it at all. So somewhere you believe something that wasn't true. At four years old, I don't know, maybe you were watching this show or something, and you decide you want to be an actor. And then you say, God told you. You know, because you were going to church and learning all this stuff. And that's why you give it up like that. You're going crazy. You're losing it, right? Because you're trying to will something to be that you think God wanted to be. But yeah, if that, he That's wanted, definitely been part of it. I've been trying to make it yeah. happen. Yeah. But if God wants... Just think about it. He's God. And he's your father. He loves you. He's not going to put this kind of stress on you. He's not going to make you lose your mind to become an actor. <laughs> you know what I mean? That makes sense, Will? Uh-huh. And it's hard to overcome that mindset. Uh, what? Of learning the Bible, hearing other Christians say God told me, and blah, blah, blah. I suppose. Not, not really. Have you let it go completely? I'd say, yeah, pretty much. But I don't believe you. Anybody believe him? No, no, no. You haven't let it go yet. And because if... You mean me, like giving up on, like entirely on it or what? maybe God didn't tell you this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's God, and he doesn't want his children to suffer. Christ came so that we wouldn't have to suffer. He already, he's already suffered for us. And the way the world do things is not the same way his children we do things. Our way is made easy. Our burdens are light and not like that. Mm-hmm. That's why he said we must be born again so you can come back to him and everything will start changing. Mm-hmm. So you have to let it go that he told you this. Because yeah. I'm surprised you still believe in him. If I, if I was four years old and God told me to do something, and how old are you now? 28. And by the time I'm 28, I've lost my mind, smoked all the pot, <laughs> wrote notes, and it's still not happening. I'll be like, forget about you, God. <laughs> it's, it's been a journey, man. It's I know it has. I've, yeah. I've seen you go through it since you've been here. Yeah. And when you say it's been a journey, what do you mean? Uh... Feeling forsaken. <laughs> really that? Yeah, absolutely, man. It wasn't from God. I don't know who told you that at the house that, that night. Maybe, <laughs> what were we watching? Bugs Bunny, Looney Tunes. Maybe Buzz Bunny Saturday told morning. you. <laughs> I used to watch that too. Yeah. Maybe Buzz Bunny told you. But I want you all to know is the first thing in life is to seek him. Yeah, and you're, you're constantly discovering wisdom. And while you're doing that, other things are happening in your life, too. Naturally happening. Uh, Victoria, you're going to start a business, too, right? Like when uh, this young lady said she's going to start a business. When you start a business, you don't have to think about it. If it's given to you to do it, it'll just un- every day something will unfold. 
And if nothing happened that day, you just continue doing what you're doing. But you still have perfect peace. You have joy. And it's just working. You know, that's how he, he loves us. He wouldn't make us go through all this. That's what Satan does. Mm-hmm. This young man said about the thought thing, you need to come out of your head. I hear a lot of Christians saying, God told me, right? And they're all messed up. They're on medication, they're tripping, kids are messed up, but yet God told them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, it's really... Uh... And God reveals, he doesn't tell. Now, if he wanted to tell you something, I'm sure he could, but he wants you to know the difference between the mind of Satan and his revelation. So he wouldn't confuse you like that. He's real clear. I've been... Uh kind of questioning whether I've ever actually been born again lately. Uh, that would make you question. All the within like the past like, you know, six months because, you know, there was things that had a grip on me. I was stuck in some sinning, right? And uh, But lately, you know, within the past two, three months, like really doing the silent prayer every morning and night. And, uh, you know, not believing any thought. Like, uh, I haven't been doing these sins that have been, you know, had a grip on me. At all. We, we say you have not been Smoking doing Smoking the pot, lusting after the women. Oh, those haven't are been not doing sins. any of that. Oh, okay, well. That come as a result of separated from God, being separated by your anger, your judgment. Dropping the anger then, yeah, yeah. no judgment. Dropping the anger, having no opinion about it. All of that. Um... We're going to have a men's meeting this month. Not this month, next month, right? Next mm-hmm. month. And you make sure you're there so we can really get into it. But you need to relax. You need, even with what I say here, don't hold on to it. Because you'll find yourself repeating what I said and yet not be free. Mm-hmm. Who's talking out there, Mr. It's loud music. Oh. <laughs> you understand that? Yeah. Because you're learning me. You're learning what I say, and all you're doing now is trying to do that. You need to relax. Chill out. Smoke a joint. <laughs> no, don't smoke a joint. <laughs> but you need to relax. Really, you need to relax. And I'm telling you, he'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. He really will. Well, I do feel like God is with me, and I'm held. What does and- it feel like? All I can say is that the peace that I have been experiencing is is uh, has is is was formerly unknown. All right, well, stay with the prayer. Yeah, and just stay out of here, though. Yeah, everything in your head is a lie. It's a total lie. No such thing as a true thought in there. Yeah. So let me tell you to go down the hill tomorrow morning. And you'll get a job. Don't go. Mm-hmm. All right. It'll happen naturally. It really will happen naturally. I was talking to some friends the other day, and they like, they're doing very well. They have fought and went to school, and they've got a lot of material things. And the more they get, they said they want more. They can't get enough because it doesn't solve anything within them. And they thought that it would. So they've gained all this stuff, and they're still unhappy, really unhappy. They thought that that would make them happy. It won't. So just relax and do what's in front of you. That's right. what I have been doing. Okay. Well, stay with that. Yeah. And maybe you should stop taking notes, too. 
Nah. You said no? I said nah. You said nah? Nah. Nah? That's no. Oh, no. Yeah. Why do you take notes? You don't need to learn the ways of God. It will be revealed to you. I like doing it. You like doing it, but it's driving you crazy. I don't think so. Do you trust the notes that you take? No, they're just, there's, you know, I'm writing another movie too, so. But you're writing down what I'm saying too. I'm writing down what everyone's saying. Oh, that's part of your movie or something? (laughs) Kind of. Oh, okay. Well, be careful with that, man. Make sure you don't learn. You can't learn his way. You discover his ways. You don't learn them at all. It's impossible to learn his ways. That's why I say stay with the prayer, forgive, speak up, but don't resent. You'll be fine. And don't believe any thoughts at all. Zero. About anything. Yeah. Stay away from that. Yeah. All right. Yes, ma'am. I was going to say. Oh, wait for the mic here. I was going to say, I'm glad you mentioned that it, it just gets revealed. You repeat it. Yes. And it's good because I actually had a different business plan, still having to do with dogs, but a different plan. And then my friend came to me, and she has she recently started a mobile company. And she's like, I want you to come with me to the senior communities. But you have your own mobile business. And that was the only reason I even considered it. I I had shut off, I had closed that door and said, I'm not going to groom anymore. I'm not going to do that. And then she came to me and has this opportunity that made me go, okay, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. So it does. It. I get the patience. It's hard to let go of control. Well, once <laughs> you forgive your mother, it all fall away and return to your father. I look forward to that. It'll all fall away. <laughs> when I started, a gen- and then I got to end here, but when I started a janitorial service, because I didn't have enough money to start a computer uh, service, it just occurred to me to do it. You know, I knew nothing about janitorial work or anything, right? But it occurred to me to start a janitorial service. And everybody was saying, no, don't do it. The Mexicans going to outbid you. <laughs> They're going to do it for little or no money. And some people are like, oh, you're too sophisticated. You shouldn't do janitorial work. I'm like, are you crazy? And so I had no money. At least I thought I didn't. But I went out, made a name up, put on some flyers and put on the cars. And when they asked me to come for, uh, you know, to be it, I would go and get half of the money, do the job, get all the money and put it back into the company. And it just unfolded by itself. In seven years, I had seven full-time employees. And no one, I had not gone to school for this. No one taught me that. It came from within. It was unfolded by itself without me even thinking about it. You just see what you do in the next moment. You really do. And if you don't see what you do, you just do what you're doing with the same joy. And then when I got ready to sit, and they tried to talk me out of it too. Oh, no, don't do it. Don't ask a lot of people what they think. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because they're going to give you their fears and their ideas, and it's going to mess you up. I saw the thing saying happened with Joel. He wanted to start his business. He come to the class, made simple for him, and now he's blown away. Within a year, he has two locations. And now he getting other opportunities just come along. And he's like, man, I can tell when you want to talk. He come up to me shaking his head. <laughs> And looking up, and it got like he's looking at God or something. 
he's like, I can't believe this. This is so unreal, you know. And that's because he has not been messed up with the educational way or the, or the church way. You know, he's just doing it as it's in front of him to do. As a matter of fact, we have a credit union that we help the young guys loan the money to the guys if they need it, and they put it back. Joel have not had to borrow one penny. It's so amazing to see that. And situations come, but they work out for him. And it's just mind-blowing because he's taking one step at a time. He's having fun with it. He's learned how crazy people are. Like I can't believe people are this crazy. But he doesn't take it personally because God is making the way. So it's not up here. It is not your struggle. You're just supposed to seek the kingdom first. Become his son, and he'll take care of you. All right? That makes sense? Yes. All right. Okay. And likewise with your business, just do what's in front of you. Don't worry about tomorrow. That's another thing. Don't, don't think about, I'm not thinking about what's going to happen Monday. I'm enjoying this moment right here because that's all it is right now. All right? This moment. So you must be born again so you can live in the presence of God. All right. One last one, and then here, and then I got it in. Yeah, you had your hand? Okay. No, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, no, just, it was just in reference uh, to the, I guess I, I I can relate a little bit to his issue because I am in my head a lot of Yeah, things, I thought so. about you too when I was talking. Yeah, so I just, I, uh, that's all I wanted to really say. It's just, I totally relate. Do you, you're not convinced that every thought is a lie? Well, I mean, in reality, no, I'm not convinced. I, yeah. And when I hear it, I, I want to believe. You know, this right. is, I said this the other day to somebody. I have very good logic and I have very good reason. You what don't. I lack is faith. Well, what you I don't have very good no logic faith. and you don't have very good reason. Yeah. Okay. Well. None of us do. None of us do. Right. Not but I just you, but of none of us do. Oh, all right. Come back in. All right. You understand that? <laughs> yeah. All by myself, we know nothing. And of ourselves, we can do nothing. I absolutely know nothing, and of myself, I can do nothing. And I'm so glad to know that. Really. So I don't know why, who you told that you had logic to. Well, I, I was nobody. <laughs> Go back and apologize. No, okay, I will. <laughs> but you got to stay out of your head. You got to yeah. don't believe. You can test the thoughts by not believing them and see what happens. Don't believe them. And just see what happens. You'll see. All right? Mm-hmm. All right. So you can relate to him, right? Yeah, that's the yeah. lowest. You lost half of your mind, too? Yes, I did. Uh, man. But you got to stop it. Yeah. All right? Um, this is your first time here? Oh, uh, yes. Oh, take the mic from me. I'm going to end in five minutes. Am I? Oh, okay. Take the mic for me. Hey. What's your first name? Uh, yeah. Michael, hey, thank you for... For doing this. You're welcome, Michael. Thanks for coming, man. You live here in L.A.? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. Is the mic on? Um, Any questions for me, Michael? Um, No. Just kind of... Speaking to the mic. uh, Just kind of absorbing the information. Yeah. But um, I just want to say that uh, I have been lost before, for any of you that are kind of confused and lost out there. And it takes surrender, as you may or may not know. And when you surrender to the greater spirit, God, or whatever you may choose to call it, you'll, you'll know what you've got to do, you know? Did you forgive your mother? 
I did. What happened? Yeah. How did she, it go? Oh, it was great. She just hugged me. Oh, know? yeah. What would you say to her? I just said, I love you, and I want to forgive you uh, for... I just apologized for having resentment against her, and I held her for a long time. In fact, I was drinking alcohol over it. Yeah. So I'm five years sober. You know what I mean? So uh, I just... I don't got to have alcohol. Why did you tell her you love her? Because when you have anger, you don't have love. Well, I was, at that time, I was confused. I was lost, and I didn't know. How are you doing now? I'm doing great. Are you doing the silent prayer? I do. Oh, good. Yes. Right on, man. Any questions for me? Uh, No. Okay, well, I'm glad you came, man. Yeah, good to be here. Thank you. All right? Yes. Okay. Yes, James. And then we're done. Nobody else raise your hand. Oh. <laughs> yes. Super chat from Jamie Winnie. Happy White Thank History you, Month. She asks um, her, what should she do when her husband and their his friends visit? How should they behave, and what should the wife do if the husband's friends are being a bad example for their kids? Repeat that. What should the wife do when the husband's friends come over and they're being a bad example for the kids? What should the wife do when the husband's friends come over? How are they being a bad example? I don't know. Call the show tomorrow, because I can't answer that. All right. Because um, they could be coming over being men, you know, and she can think that that's bad. So I don't know. Call me tomorrow. Last question. Uh, the more I learn about myself, the more I feel like I'm turning, like, mute. This person says, I have like almost nothing left to say, unable to move and see. Is that normal? (laughs) Let's ask here. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. Call the show. That's weird. It may be something you're saying. I just don't understand it. Okay. Thanks. All All right, John. I'll let you have last word. John, nobody else. John has been here in a while. And John been a part of Bond for the last 20-something years. And he has a wife who hates him. Uh, Jesse, you said you was going to uh, talk about what does hell look like. Oh. I believe hell to be what, when you're in that father state, I think some of you said it, and how, you know, people lying and stealing and killing and raping and bother you and irritate you and whatever, right? I think it is a location hell, and I think it's worse than what it is on earth in that Father's Day, and there's no way out. You're stuck with that all your life, because you don't die, your spirit don't die. And so I just think they suck on you, you suck on each other forever. But it just double what you're getting now, a hundred times more. So in that fallen state, you are as spirits in hell. And if you die, drop your body like that, you're it's eternally, you're stuck in that lifestyle. So you're like Can you imagine that? So what? Yeah, absolutely. And there's no way out. You hear people now in the fallen state, they go, oh, I feel your pain. Right? It's worse than that. And there's no because you have no business feeling somebody else's pain now, but in the fallen state you feel other people's pain. I don't, but I used to, so I know what it's like. 
But it's just more of that. But in hell, and there's no way out. All right. Anybody disagree with that? I want to add to it or anything? Okay. Uh, I mean, so, but then, like, Jesus kind of speaks about, like, like, brimstone and, like, fire and everything like that. Or is that not, like, part of it? I just think it's or is a, that just a metaphor? meaning, and it is light fire. You know, the national of the body and the t- uh, national oh, of the teeth. Yeah. yeah. Because in that fallen state, it doesn't feel good when you're going through that. Mm-hmm. That's why some people want to commit suicide or or take medication to numb the pain and all that kind of stuff. True, true, true. Yeah. Okay. All right, folks. We are totally out of time. Really, we've gone over. So thank you all so much for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Don't forget to donate to the nonprofit. If you need counseling, we have it. Call the office. And is there a ladies' meeting this month? Yes. Next week? Yes. This Thursday? This coming Thursday? Okay, latest form this coming Thursday, all right? 7 p.m. Thank you all for tuning in, too. I mean, coming. I appreciate it. All right. All right.